This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Our final score in Miami. The Padres 9 and the Marlins 4 as the Padres win their series opener at Lone Depot Park. Sam Levitt with you inside our San Diego studios on our postgame show. Good to have you with us on this Tuesday evening. Padres get a very, very good win in Miami here today. Plenty of offense, some really good bullpen work, and a game that offensively really featured a number of really, really good things for the San Diego Padres. We'll continue to break it all down we will hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin coming up in just a little bit so stay tuned for that we'll recap it with our game highlights in just a second we'll also give out our nightly awards we'll take some of your phone calls coming up a little bit later in the program but if you want to get in line wait on hold for a little bit you can do that phone number is always 833-288-0973 the number to call 833-288-0973 if you want to get involved on social media you can do that by tweeting at us at 97.3 The Fan SD or on my Twitter, Sammy Lev, S A M M Y L E V, or on Instagram. We always get a lot of DMs on Instagram. My uh, handle there, Sammy Lev, S A M M Y L E V. Appreciate you joining us on our post game coverage as the Padres win it 9 4. A lot to tell you about from this game, a lot to recap, a lot to break down. Let's begin with our game highlights. Let's go through the biggest moments from today's game with our game highlights presented by the new El Cajon Ford Commercial Service Center, servicing all Fords up to F-750s and motorhomes. Our starting pitching matchup, Ryan Weathers against Sandy Alcantara. The Padres had runners on first and second in the opening frame, but did not score. The Marlins put two on with two out in both the second and third innings. The first time, they did not score. But the second time, Garrett Cooper was at the plate with Brian De La Cruz on second base and Luis Arise on first. 0-2 to Cooper. And Weathers' pitch is lined through the left side and a base hit. Mila Cruz rounding third on his way. Throw from Soto is not in time. Good throw on target. Sanchez tried to cut off his path to the plate, put a tag down, but he's in. And the Marlins take a 1-0 lead in the third. Marlins would load the bases after a walk, but Weathers got out of it, limiting the damage to just one run. Padres, though, responded in the top of the fourth inning. Rugnet Odor, with one out, uh, was... uh, or I should say uh, they responded in the top of the fourth inning. Yeah, Rugnet Odor walked with one out. It was Matt Carpenter next. First pitch to the left hand. A batter smacked into right field and a base hit. Odor rounding second. On his way to third. Kicked around by Soler and right. Odor rounding third. Going to try and score. The relay to the plate. Not in time. Matt Carpenter snaps in 0 for 22 and ties it up 1-1 here in the fourth. In the bottom half of the fourth inning, John Birdie singled. Weathers then struck out Jacob Stallings and Garrett Hampson. Brian De La Cruz was next. Here's the 1-0. That's hit in the air to deep left. Soto back. He's going to watch. And De La Cruz has left the yard. Long two-run home run to left field. His seventh of the year. 
And the Marlins hop back in front. 3-1 to one Miami here in the fourth. Padres got one right right back in the top of the fifth inning. Hassan Kim walked to start the frame. With two outs, he stole second base. The throw went into center field. Kim went to third. Juan Soto was at the plate. Alcantara delivers, and Soto lines it into right field, a base hit. That will get Kim home. RBI single Juan Soto, and a one-run game in Miami. It's 3-2. to two. Ryan Weathers was done after just four innings. Domingo Tapia tossed the quick 1-2-3 frame in the bottom half of the fifth, but with the Padres still trailing 3-2 in the sixth inning, Tapia walked the 7-8-9 batters to begin the frame and load the bases. Tim Hill replaced Tapia. He gave up an RBI single to Brian De La Cruz. It was 4-2 Miami, but Hill bounced back to strike out Solaire, and then Hill would actually get a double play to end that inning. That would be really, really significant in this game. That's the first bullpen appearance that was really important as Hill kept it a 4-2 game. In the top of the seventh inning, the Padres rallied against Alcantara. Trent Grisham and Hassan Kim both walked to start the inning. With one out, Fernando Tatis Jr. dug in. Tatis lines it into left and a base hit. Grisham rounding third on his way. De La Cruz comes up throwing, and the tag is not in time. RBI single, Fernando Tatis Jr., and a one-run game in the seventh. That was it for Sandy Alcantara. Tanner Scott replaced him to face Juan Soto. Tatis at first, Kim at second. Good speed on the bases. And the 0-2 served out into center field, a base hit. Rounding third, Kim. He's on his way. He's going to score. And this game is tied 4-4. That is Juan Soto at his finest. Hitting one into left center, Soto tying the game at 4-4. Padres still had runners on first and third with one out. Soto would eventually also steal second base, but Xander Bogarts and Rugnet Odor struck out to end the inning. We were tied at 4-4 in the middle of the seventh inning. Steven Wilson worked around a one-out walk in the bottom half. We went to the eighth inning. Gary Sanchez hit a one-out infield single. Andrew Nardi then replaced J.T. Shagwa out of the Marlins bullpen. Jose Zocar pinch ran and was thrown out on a stolen base attempt. Trent Grisham walked, Hassan Kim reached on an infield single, but Jake Cronenworth struck out to end the inning. Still tied 4-4, going bottom eight. Nick Martinez allowed a leadoff single to pinch hitter Jesus Sanchez. He was bunted over to second base. Brian De La Cruz walked, but Martinez got a huge 4-6-3 double play to get out of it. On to the ninth inning, still tied at four. Fernando Tatis Jr. walked against Dylan Floro to begin the inning. He stole second base. He went to third on a throw that sailed into center field. Juan Soto then walked. Xander Bogarts was next. See how it goes. Here's the 0-2. Soto runs. Bogarts bounces one up the middle into center field and a base hit. Fernando will score. And the Padres, for the first time tonight, take the lead. It's 5-4. Rugnet Odor then hit a grounder to short with the infield in. John Birdie made a bad throw to home plate. Soto scored. Everybody was safe. Another error on the Marlins. It was 6-4. Matt Carpenter then dug in. He hit a two-run double into right field. The Padres led 8-4. Padres would get another run on a sack fly later in the inning from Hassan Kim. They had a 9-4 lead. All in all, a five-run ninth inning for the Padres. Their first five-run inning this season as they took a 9-4 lead. Brent Honeywell took the mound in the bottom half of the ninth inning, worked around a leadoff single, couple of strikeouts in a scoreless frame, and that was it. The Padres won the series opener 9-4 to 
over the Miami Marlins. Nick Martinez picked up the win. He improves to three and two. Dylan Floro was tagged for four runs in the ninth inning. Floro drops to three and three on the year. And again, the final totals for the Padres, or I should say, by the way, Floro is actually charged with five runs, three of those earned. The final totals, Marlins, four runs, 10 hits, three errors, and 11 left on. Padres, nine runs, 11 hits, one error, and 10 left on. As again, the Padres improved to four games below 500, 25 and 29. Marlins dropped to 28 and 27. And by the way, a shout out to our great play-by-play voice, Jesse Ackler, who uh, wasn't uh, at 100% as far as the voice, but battled through it and uh, did a great job here tonight. I have been there as far as uh, having, uh, you know, uh, uh, some voice issues and you're not feeling your best and say it's tough. It's a, it's a really, really tough thing to do. So shout out to Jesse who did a, a great job despite dealing with all of that here today. Hopefully he's feeling better. All right. So we'll step aside. We'll come back. We'll hear from Padres manager, Bob Melvin. When we return, we'll go back to Miami. Here's some post game reaction and continue to break this one down again. The final score Padres nine Marlins four. our post game show continues when we come back on the Padres radio network. Post-game show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Final score, the Padres 9 and the Marlins 4 as the Padres win this series opener against Miami. Sam Levitt with you inside our San Diego studios. Padres again improved to 25-29. and 29. Marlins dropped to 28-27. and 27. Really a full-team effort offensively in this game. A quick look at the box score. The only guy that was not on base in this game out of the starting lineup, Jake Cronenworth, who had a rough game. He was 0 for 6 with three strikeouts in this game. But aside from that, really up and down, just great performances. Fernando Tatis Jr., one for four, RBI and a run scored. Juan Soto, two for three, couple of walks, two RBIs and a run scored. Xander Bogarts, two for five, RBI and a run scored. He had the go-ahead hit in the ninth inning that started uh, that five-run outburst in the ninth inning for the Padres. Rugnet Odor, uh, was 0 for 4, but did walk and, and score a couple of runs in this game. Uh, Odor uh, also reached on a, a fielder's choice, who did a good job putting the ball in play in this game. Matt Carpenter had some big moments in this game, had a pair of RBI doubles, won a two RBI base hit, won an RBI base hit earlier in the game. He was 2 for 5, couple of doubles, three RBIs total. Uh, Gary Sanchez, the newest Padre, he uh, was 1 for 4. Sanchez uh, got on base in the eighth inning, uh, was pinch ran for at that point, but did get on base in this game. Trent Grisham had a couple of hits, scored a run, walked a couple of times. Hassan Kim had a base hit, walked a couple of times, RBI and a sack fly, scored two runs. The point being, the Padres did something they have not done a lot of to this point in the season, and that's really have a full team effort top to bottom in the lineup, and they did a good job in this game with runners in scoring position. Now, they had a ton of opportunities, 16 at-bats with runners in scoring position, but you know what? Six for 16, you'll take that. I mean, that's six hits with runners in scoring position. You do that a lot of nights, you're going to win a lot of games, and if it sounds like, oh, well, you're sitting there saying, oh, well, six for 16, what happened the other uh, 10 at-bats that they didn't get a hit? Well, think about it this way. If you go six for 16 and you just keep that pace, 
That's a 375 batting average with runners in scoring position. So that kind of day, that's exactly what you're looking for. You want to get a lot of opportunities, cash in on a good number of those opportunities, and the Padres did that. It wasn't always that way. They missed some opportunities in the seventh inning, in the eighth inning. We'll get into more of that later. But all in all, the Padres showed a lot of fight. They were down 3-1, to one, then 4-2 to two in this game, then tie it, and then explode with that five-run ninth inning. Again, the first five-run inning the Padres have had all season long. Uh, hard to believe here in game number 54, that's where we are, but um, it was great. This was a very, very good win for the Padres, no doubt about it, and they did some things that they have really, for the most part, not done offensively this year, and also the bullpen. We'll, we'll continue to break it down, but the bullpen had some really big moments in this game, especially after Domingo Tapio walks the bases loaded in the sixth inning. Tim Hill gives up an RBI single, but bounces back to keep the game at a deficit of 4-2. to two. Padres tie it, then Nick Martinez has runners on first and second with one out in the eighth inning gets a huge inning ending double play in the eighth inning so the bullpen was a big part of this as well to keep that Miami run total at four in a couple of different moments so again whether you want to look at the bullpen or the offense really top to bottom a lot of different Big contributors in this uh, ball game today for the Padres as they win it nine to four. Let's go back to Miami. Here's some post game reaction from the skipper Bob Melvin. Let's take a trip down to the Padres clubhouse and hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin. Presented by Sinley Food. Find your next cooking adventure at Sinley Food, forty six sixty five El Cajon Boulevard. The Cooks Asian Resource. Well, comeback victory. You got hits with runners in scoring position. You had a big inning tonight. This is a little bit more like the offense you've expected to see. Yeah, and you know, close game too. We're behind, and all of a sudden now we we have the type of inning that we're capable of having. So, you know, it was good to see us string some together and you know do it a little bit differently at times. A little running, a little you know sack fly, some big hits and so forth. Um, just need to string a few of them together. And contributions from all throughout the lineup tonight as well. Yeah, no, that's and that's how you put pressure on the other team. Is, you know, when when you have guys down at the bottom that are getting good at bats too, it just it makes everybody through, through and throughout the lineup where there's not doesn't feel like a break. How big was that sixth inning by Tim Hill getting out of that jam and keeping things close? That was huge. You know, De La Cruz gets the hit, and now all of a sudden he's, their two best hitters are up. You know, he gets a strikeout and then a double play ball. So that that was big. Got a lot of uh, momentum came back into our dugout after that one. The situational hitting has been better and hasn't necessarily translated to wins. Um, how big is it that at this point in the season it actually starts to be Ws? Yeah, I mean, when you're, when you're not going to make up for a situational at bats with a lot of homers and scoring a lot of runs, they become really important and, and probably a reason we lost some games here recently too. So... Um, we work on it all the time. Um, we have the ability to do it. Showed up today, like I said. Hopefully, we can string a few together. How much have you enjoyed Bennett being able to expand the running game? Yeah, I mean, we have opportunities. We do it. You know, I, I you know, the, obviously with Sugar, that one, um, you know, at the time was big that we get thrown out there. But you know, keep keep putting pressure on them, and you look at some of the numbers for them, and they're, you know. Uh, Stone Bay's numbers against them, and you know, try to take advantage of that. What are some of the benefits of stacking Tatis and Soto, given everything Tatis can do when he gets on the bases ahead of a hitter like Soto? Well, you want your best hitters in a row for the most part, and those are two pretty good ones. So, you know, we'll see. It's something that we've wanted to do for a while, um, 
And, you know, it's obviously Toddy got us going and then stole a base, and that was huge there. Juan gets another big hit. So it's nice to have a couple of those guys. And, you know, Bogey gets some big hits today, too. And once we get Manny back, I feel like we have a pretty good dynamic. You talked about when you fall behind kind of feeling like, like no, you should never feel out of a game. Is this kind of the example of, like, what it should look like when you when you fall behind still working those at-bats and those kind of situational hits? I hope so, yeah. I mean, it, it hasn't felt that way for, you know, for the entire season, but it should, and hopefully games like that bring back a lot of confidence that we can do that. What you like of Ryan tonight? Long third inning, but otherwise, what do you think? He threw a lot of pitches in in four innings, threw close to 100 pitches. So you know, the first inning was pretty good, and then they made him work really hard after that. So you know, ended up giving us four. Um, you know, behind when he came out, but bullpen came in, did a good job, and offense supported him. Matt started pretty good. Had a terrible May, big night tonight. How important that your DHs contribute that way. Yeah, we, we need that. That's what makes our lineup longer, deeper, and more and more productive to where you can't just, you know, hope the first four or five guys do it. And, you know, we need contributions all over. You look at the year that he had last year, it was, it was fantastic. So hopefully he heats up, and hopefully we get Nelly on the, on the other side of it tomorrow against the lefty, too. What are the benefits of, of tacking on in the ninth and being able it's to? It's huge. You kept Hader out of the game. So, you know, it's, you know, it's a decision at four. It's an easy one at five. So, it, you know, we had to use Nick and, and Steven both today, you know, and to have to use your closer on top of that if it was a four-run game. You know, we got a few games in a row now. It was big to keep them out of there. That was Padres manager Bob Melvin from inside the clubhouse at Lone Depot Park in Miami following this 9-4 victory for the Padres against the Miami Marlins. In this series opener, Sam Levitt back with you inside our San Diego studios. Great to have you with us on this Tuesday evening. Bob Melvin making a good point, I thought, there at the end, uh, talking about how tacking on in the ninth inning meant that you didn't have to use Josh Hader in this game, and uh, certainly that's... uh, a good piece of news because now you can, you know, be insured. You can use Josh Hader for the final two games of this series. And really, you heard Bob Melvin talk about the offense and uh, cashing in when the Padres had opportunities. There being a little bit more consistency and what the bullpen did as well in this game, which, like I said before we went to Bob Melvin, was really, really critical. So a lot of good stuff there from Bob Melvin. And all in all, a very, very good win here tonight for the San Diego Padres. Again, Final score, Padres 9, Marlins 4. We'll continue to break it down. We'll have our nightly awards coming up. We'll also take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard. And when we come back, we will also take some of your phone calls if you want to get them in. Phone number is always 833-288-0973. Phone number 833-288-0973. And as always, if you want to get involved on social media, you can do that as well. Tweet at us at 97.3thefansd or my Twitter, Sammy Lev, S-A-M-M-Y-L-E-V. Instagram, message me at Sammy Lev, S-A-M-M-Y-L-E-V. Let me know your thoughts about tonight's game. I may just read them on the air. You can always get involved that way if you don't want to call in. Final again, Padres 9, Marlins 4. Our postgame show continues when we return on the Padres Radio Network. Our postgame 
Game Show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Final score, Padres 9, Marlins 4 as the Padres win this series opener against Miami. Sam Levitt with you inside our San Diego studios. Great to have you with us on this Tuesday evening. Padres get a very good win against the Miami Marlins as they score a run in the fourth inning, run in the fifth inning, two runs in the seventh inning, five runs in the ninth inning. And we've said this a couple of times already, the five-run ninth inning for San Diego, the very first time the Padres have scored five runs in a single inning this season, believe it or not. I know that's hard to believe here in game number 54, but it's true. And it says a lot about what the Padres did really well in this ball game here today. They found ways to string some hits together. They had really good moments with runners in scoring position, a combined six for 16. So that tells you two things. Number one, they had some hits. With runners in scoring position, and number two, they created a lot of opportunities. They had traffic all over the bases in this game. Meanwhile, the Marlins went two for ten with runners in, in scoring position. They left 11 on base, and again, that was the most encouraging thing about this Padres win, and it really goes back to something we talked about in the pregame, was the fact that they just found ways to score runs, and it's something I mentioned in the pregame. The Padres, in their seven games prior to tonight, was it all perfect offensively? No. Had some of the issues with runners in scoring position persisted? Yes. But the thing I said was this. If you looked at their last seven games, they had scored 5.6 runs per game. The 46 before that, 3.8 runs per game. And you felt like more consistently, whether it was via the home run or getting a hit here or there with runners in scoring position, like the Padres are maybe starting to come around offensively. And there was something that Jesse pointed out on Twitter earlier today that I thought proved that point as well. How about this? This is a really good point, I think. In 12 innings and a third between Sunday and here today against Garrett Cole and Sandy Alcantara, Two of the better starting pitchers in baseball. I know Alcantara's overall numbers aren't what they were last season to this point, but he is excellent. Cole is excellent. In 12 innings and a third against those two last two games, Padres have scored 10 runs and drew eight walks. That was another key factor in this game. The Padres getting on base via the walk. They walked eight times in this game. So whether it's the quality of the at-bats or just hitting more in general, Padres have been better over the last week plus now. Not all the way back to where you need them to be. They're still four games below 500. We all understand that. They have some work to do to dig out of the hole they've created in this early part of the season. By the way, tonight marks the third of the way mark in the season, game 54. But you get the feeling maybe, and let's see it continue because it has to continue. That's where we are right now where the record is. It has to continue. But maybe we're starting to see this team offensively click a little bit. So, again, they've got to string together some more games, get closer back to 500. We understand that. But, again, tonight was a step in the right direction. So, for that reason, an encouraging sign from the Padres, what they did offensively. And what I liked here today as well, they didn't hit a home run. They had to do it by getting base hits, by drawing walks, by driving in some runs with uh, with in situations where they had runners in scoring position. That part of this game offensively, I think you really have to like. 
if you're a Padres fan, the fact that they didn't hit a home run in this game, that they did draw walks, that they did drive in runners, hit some extra base hits, get some contributions from Matt Carpenter, who had a pair of RBI doubles, three RBIs total in the game. I thought, I thought that was really good to see. So, Anyway, we'll continue to break it all down and continue to recap this one. Again, if you want to get involved, we will start taking your phone calls here shortly. 833-288-0973, the phone number, 833-288-0973, the phone number to call. And as always, if you want to get involved on Twitter, you can tweet at me at 973thefansd or my Twitter, Sammy Lev, S-A-M-M-Y-L-E-V. If you want to get involved on Instagram, you can send me a message on Instagram, Sammy Lev there, S-A-M-M-Y-L-E-V. And, uh, of course, uh, plenty of good stuff always comes in on Twitter and Instagram. I will read your comments on the air, talk about them if you want to get involved that way. All right, let's uh, knock out a couple of our nightly awards here. Let's focus on the pitching side because there were some really important performances pitching-wise for the Padres in this game amidst the offense coming back and then taking the lead in the ninth inning. First, let's tell you about our ace pitcher of the game. Which pitcher was dealing today? Let's find out who's today's ace pitcher of the game. Brought to you by The Grilling Store at Hillcrest Ace Hardware. From Traeger and Weber to the Big Green Egg. All your grilling and barbecue needs are inside The Grilling Store at Hillcrest Ace Hardware. Well, I'll tell you right now, I'm going to give ace pitcher of the game and next our relief pitcher of the game to two relievers, two Padre relievers. So first let's give, and actually now that I'm looking at it, hmm. Well, okay, here we go. Ace pitcher of the game. We'll give it to Tim Hill, and here's why. Hill comes in. In the sixth inning, after Domingo Tapia walks three in a row to start the inning, bases loaded, nobody out. Now Hill comes in, gives up the RBI single to Brian De La Cruz. Everybody moves up a base. But after that, strikes out Jorge Soler. These are good hitters in this lineup. Strikes out Jorge Soler. And Luis Arise grounds into an inning-ending 6-4-3 double play. One run given up in that sixth inning after Tapia walked the bases loaded to the 7-8-9 batters to begin the inning. I mean, that was a really, really big deal in this game. It really was. So for that reason, I'm going with Tim Hill, our ace pitcher of the game. That was a huge moment in this game before the Padres tied it, before they came back. He found a way to get out of a bases loaded jam and only give up that one run. If there's another hit in that inning, who knows? If the Padres come back and win this game, you don't. So, Tim Hill, he'll be our ace pitcher of the game for what he did in that sixth inning. Again, did give up the RBI hit. The run was charged against Domingo Tapia after he uh, walked the bases loaded. But Tim Hill, and I, I tweeted it at the time, if the Padres can rally and win this game, what Tim Hill did in that sixth inning will be a really big moment. And the strikeout, the double play to get out of that inning and just limit the damage to one run, it was critical in this game. So that was one big moment out of the bullpen here tonight. Let's tell you about the other guy who's going to get an uh, an award, and that is, well, let's tell you about it with our relief pitcher of the game. 
Which pitcher was able to come in and slam the door shut? It's time for the relief pitcher of the game in support of the Jacobs and Cushman San Diego Food Bank, providing food assistance to local children, families, and seniors in need. To get help or give help, visit SanDiegoFoodBank.org. Our relief pitcher of the game here tonight. Now, again, sometimes when we talk about these situations, we have to acknowledge that the reliever or the pitcher in general sometimes works themselves into these situations, right? So Nick Martinez in the eighth inning, leadoff single given up to the pinch hitter Jesus Sanchez. Sack bunt sends Sanchez to second base. Walks Brian De La Cruz, so runners on first and second, one out. But then with, again, Jorge Soler at the plate, this guy is leading Major League Baseball in home runs for the month of May. We talked about it pregame, how good he's been. Jesse and Tony talked about it as well. Induces an inning-ending 4-6-3 double play to get out of the inning. So that's why Nick Martinez will be our relief pitcher of the game. Kept the game tied. Next half inning, a uh, five-run inning for the Padres in the top of the ninth. So again, did he work himself into trouble a little bit? Yeah, but found his way out of it. And that's part of being a great reliever, a great pitcher in general, finding ways to get out of jams. And Martinez did that. So I'm going to go with Martinez for relief pitcher, Tim Hill for ace pitcher of the game. By the way, I should mention also, Stephen Wilson in the seventh inning put up a scoreless inning. Issued a one-out walk. But that was it. So he could be in consideration as well. But tonight we'll go with Tim and Nick Martinez for our ace and relief pitcher of the game, respectively. And there you go. A couple of our nightly awards. We'll step aside here on the Padres Radio Network. We may have a little audio coming from the clubhouse when we come back. We'll also uh, take some of your phone calls here, 833-288-0973, the phone number, 833-288-0973, the phone number to call if you want to get involved. And we will wrap this one up as the Padres win it 9-4 to over the Miami Marlins. Our postgame show continues with more after this on the Padres Radio Network. Game show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Final score, Padres 9, Marlins 4 as the Padres win this series opener in Miami. A lot of things to like for the Padres here tonight. A five-run ninth inning after trailing 4-2. to two. Heading into the seventh inning, they scored two to tie the game at four. It stayed 4-4 until the ninth inning when the Padres had their very first five-run inning of 2023. And uh, certainly a lot to like. We went over all the, the good bullpen work, whether it was from Tim Hill or Steven Wilson or Nick Martinez. You can throw Brent Honeywell uh, into that mix as well. Uh, just a, a really good win for this Padres team. And like we've been saying, they did some things in this game that they have not done a lot of this year, which is stringing hits together, which is tacking on, which is, quite frankly, coming from behind. But they did all those things here tonight, and they want to combine 6-for-16 with runners in scoring position, which is a great number. It's a great number for two reasons. Six hits in a game with runners in scoring position, a lot. And 16 opportunities, 
a lot. So from both those perspectives, again, the Padres did a good job in this game. And if you zoom out a little bit, you take away the quiet offensive performance in New York on Saturday, you look at what they did Sunday, what they did Friday, what they did last Thursday in Washington, there have been some encouraging signs here for this offense. And you could argue that this was the most encouraging game of them all. Just the way they they won it. Stringing hits together. They didn't rely on the home run. Again, just things that have not been easy to come by this season that the Padres did really, really nicely. And again, the final score, Padres 9, Marlins 4. We will take your phone calls here, 833-288-0973 if you want to get involved. Again, the phone number to call, 833-288-0973. We'll also take a look at the full out-of-town scoreboard coming up in just a second. First, let's tell you about our player of the game. Which player had the biggest impact on today's game? Let's find out who is today's player of the game. Presented by Valley View Casino and Hotel. Catch every game at Patties and Pints. Plus, enjoy $4 beer every Thursday. Visit valleyviewcasino.com today. Our player of the game here tonight will go with Matt Carpenter, who had a pair of big doubles in this game, an RBI double to tie the game at one in the fourth inning, and then in the ninth inning, a two-run double to really put the game away. Made it an 8-4 game, three RBIs total, a couple of doubles in this game. Really, really good stuff from Matt Carpenter. And we've talked about it quite a bit, some of his struggles this month. We talked about it pregame. He'd come into this game batting just 105 in 57 at-bats during the month of May. And these at-bats here tonight were better. Hit the ball hard a couple of times. Again, two hits, two doubles, three RBIs for Matt Carpenter. And he's our player of the game for what he did. Xander Bogarts had that big RBI single in the ninth inning to put the Padres ahead 5-4. to four. But it was Carpenter who really put the game away with that two-run double to make it an 8-4 game. So great stuff for Matt Carpenter in this game. Hopefully a sign of things to come. Matt Carpenter, our player of the game. Matt Carpenter did speak with the media inside the Padres clubhouse after this 9-4 win. Let's go back to Miami. Here's some of the post-game reaction from Matt Carpenter. For you personally, have you felt good about your at-bats recently and it finally came to fruition tonight? Um, You know, the the road trip started off a little slow for me. You know, kind of... Really wasn't seeing the ball well early, and then as the as the series, you know, my game in New York felt better, and then today was able to you know kind of put it together. And, um, you know, it's been a tough little stretch, but uh, you know it's just part of the game. You just got to keep grinding it out and find a way to get it done when you get your chance to get in there. This is an offense that hasn't come back often, but it feels like with the hitters you have that you guys should be pretty capable of doing that. Is today kind of an example of what you guys are capable of when you fall behind? For sure. I mean, you know, look, it was a really good group of proven hitters in here. And, you know, as we know, baseball, you know, there's ebbs and flows that go, to, go through a season. And, you know, guys get hot, guys get cold. And, um, you know, collectively, we've been pretty cold as an offense. But, you know, today was a great, a great 
showing uh, and one that you know hopefully we'll build off of and come back out here and do it again tomorrow night. Aside from like you guys had a few big hits, but you also sack flies, stole bases. What is what did that say? Just a quality, well played game offensively all the way around. Basically, you know, like you said, stolen bases and just the competitive at bats, situational at bats. You know, something we really kind of struggled with early, but um, you know, just really proud of the way that. You know, we keep fighting and keep trying to improve, and you know, we're not gonna, you know, we're not gonna stop. You know, we want to keep, we want to keep, you know, tacking on and and becoming offense we know we're capable. All right, that was Matt Carpenter from inside the Padres clubhouse. A lot of good stuff there from Matt Carpenter talking about the quality of the at bats, the situational hitting, and again, that's what the Padres did really well tonight, and that's why you feel like you hope. This is really an encouraging sign. Again, it's not just about the runs here tonight. It's the way they did it without the home run, the runners in scoring position, moving runners. By the way, the way they were aggressive on the bases in this game, Padres stole three bases in this game. You know what? I'm sorry. I'm off. One, two, three, four. Four bases in this game, and a Zocar was caught stealing. So they had five stolen base attempts. They were four for five. And I love the Azokar send. He had to go. I mean, that's why he was pinch running in that spot. Uh, that was in the eighth inning. Um, I mean, that was a great send. He was out by literally a fingernail on the on the replay review. But again, even from that perspective, just stuff we haven't seen, I guess, is the point. And an encouraging sign in that sense. I thought from this team here tonight, the the stolen bases, the situational hitting, the quality of the at-bats, the ability to drive runners in, very good stuff from the Padres. And that was Matt Carpenter inside the Padres clubhouse. All right, we've got one caller on the line. It's the great Kathy up in L.A. So, Kathy, you'll lead us off, and you'll be our only caller here tonight. Nobody wants to talk to me tonight, Kathy. What's going on? I don't know. I don't know why they don't want to talk to you, Sammy. Because <laughs> that was a great game, and I mean, how anybody could, could be upset about that game, especially you know, with the way, like you said, that they were the way they were hitting tonight and running the bases, being a little more aggressive. In fact, I'm so glad you explained the top of the ninth inning because I was driving home from work and my phone rings and my, it's my uncle. And so I missed the whole top of the ninth inning. When I look back, it's like, okay, where the heck did we get these four runs from? <laughs> well, you, you missed <laughs> I gotta a, go back and look at it. Yeah. You missed a lot in that, uh, in, in that ninth <laughs> inning, but essentially uh, for anybody else who missed it out there, Bogart's RBI single. Um, then it was a run that came in on an error, a throwing error to home plate as Soto scored on that play. Carpenter two-run double, Kim Sackfly, and a five-run inning. First time the Padres have scored five runs in an inning all year. So, Kathy, in that sense, it was a uh, very good night. Absolutely amazing, and I'm so glad to see it happening. And hopefully, I mean, I know everybody said, oh, this is going to be the big turnaround, but you know what? I'm just glad we won because we need, we really needed that, that win. And it's so funny, my sister in New York City, I – she didn't know what was going on. She didn't know the Potters were in town. And so mm-hmm. I mentioned it. And she was like, I was wondering why I was seeing so many Potters here <laughs> around town. <laughs> well, Kathy, appreciate the call as always. Thanks so much for listening. All right. You have a good rest of your night, Sammy. All right. That's uh, the great Kathy in L.A. calling in. And uh, look, I-, I think Kathy was alluding to it there. Um, look, the Padres have to string more games like this together. I mean, 
just to zoom out here, and I've been very positive on this show, rightfully so, and I usually am. Padres still are four games below 500, so they have some work to do. And look, this is the hole they've created with the struggles in the first third now of the season. But again, we've seen some encouraging signs here. So you hope it uh, continues into tomorrow, it continues into Thursday, and when they come back home, we'll see. Beauty of baseball, new game tomorrow, you see what happens. Let's go to Chad in San Diego. Now I've got callers. Hi, Chad. Hi, Sammy. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? Good. I actually submitted a tweet, but then when you said you had nobody calling, I was like, heck, I'll call in. (laughs) Appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, My tweet, I'll actually just say it out here on the radio. Um, You know the the phrase, uh, clean up hitter? Uh Uh-huh. Okay, so why don't we call Tim Hill the cleanup pitcher? Because <laughs> every every time he's on the mound, it's to clean up somebody else's mess, and he always does it for some reason. That that guy gets thrown out there with. Uh, if there were six bases instead of three, and they were all full, they're like, okay, let's go to Tim Hill, and somehow magically he pulls rabbits out of his hat every single time. I love it. There, there's no more consistent security blankets than Tim Hill. He should be our cleanup pitcher. <laughs> <laughs> well, Chad, I like the term and, and appreciate the call very much. Uh, look, Tim did a great job here tonight. And yeah, he came in, he gives up an RBI single, but that's a, I mean, talk about a super tough spot. Base is loaded and nobody out. And after the RBI single, it's a 4-2 to two game. We explained it earlier, but I'll do it again. So Lair strikes out. Big moment by Tim Hill. That's a great hitter right now. Great power hitter in Solaire. And then talk about great hitters. Luis Arise might be the best contact hitter in baseball. 6-4-3 double play. So, again, I pointed it out earlier, but I just thought that moment from Tim Hill, even going back to the sixth inning when they're down 4-2, to two, is just really important. I mean, it's just a, an incredibly important moment in this game so uh great work by tim hill despite giving up the rbi single i thought just uh really good stuff all right we've got more callers see i i told i said nobody wanted to talk me talk to me here tonight and everybody wants to talk let's go to mike who's calling in hi mike how you doing sir i'm doing well how are you i'm doing great i i'd like to talk about cronin work for a bit mm-hmm. it seems like we hit the reset button on this guy he's just overthinking single thing at the plate and just not looking sharp at all, obviously. Um, it seems like a week off or something. Mm. Just, I mean, I love the guy. He's just, he's just not there yet. Yeah, Mike, appreciate the call. Look, it's been a, a tough first third of the season for Jake, and, and he would say that as well. The batting average is now down to 209. Um, he was 0 for 6 here tonight, struck out three times. He was the only guy in the lineup out of the leadoff spot. Uh, to not reach base. Look, I have a lot of confidence in Jake uh, for a lot of reasons. Number one, I think he's a really, really good player, and he's a good hitter, Um, and I love the way he works. I think Jake Cronenworth is a very important part of this team, not just this year, but for years to come, and we know from the contract extension that he will be here for years to come. Um, But it's been, you know, average-wise, on-base-wise, I mean, you know, the on-base is actually 330, and part of that has to do with how much he's walked, he's 30 walks in how many plate appearances? I don't see plate appearances here, but uh, 30 walks in 53 games. He's walking, um, but look from a from a just just you know base hit perspective, 209 is a lot lower than where he wants to be. I, I, I don't think that would be. Um, you know, I don't think that would be something he wouldn't say. So, look, I hope he he gets it going. I'm I'm not gonna 
you know, kind of define a season by the first third. I do think Jake brings a lot of other things to the table when you talk about the versatility he brings defensively, the fact that you can get him to second base. Um, you obviously, you know, playing a lot of first base too, but I hope he I hope he gets it going. I really do, because I think Jake's a really important part of this team. And um, I'm confident he will. But it's been uh just from a batting average standpoint, a bat on ball standpoint. It's been a, a tough first third of the season for Jake, and um, we'll see. Hopefully he can uh, get it going because when you talk about the Padres at their best, I, I think that involves Jake Cronenworth, you know, driving in runs and hitting the ball with authority, and, and I think he has the ability to do that. So we'll see if the, the second third of the season can be a little bit better uh, than the first third of the season for, uh, for Jake Cronenworth, certainly. Again, the final score, Padres 9, Marlins 4 here on the Padres Radio Network. Let's update you on some players that went deep today around the major leagues. Which players went deep tonight? This is our MLB Home Run Tally, presented by Mr. Moto Pizza, bringing back the old New York pizzeria experience with fresh, funky, thin-crest gourmet pies and the original stuffed knots. With eight locations in San Diego, find your favorite at MrMotoPizza.com. We take a look at the Home Run Tally here today take a look at a few players that went deep in the major leagues we have a few finals already we have a lot of games still going on William Contreras his sixth home run for Milwaukee today Francisco Lindor hit his 10th for the Mets in a 2-0 win for New York and Josh Young hit his 12th home run for the Texas Rangers as uh, the Rangers won again they're playing really well 10-6 here today other home runs that tell you about Jose Barrero had a home run for the Cincinnati Reds, a grand slam in the Reds 9-8 win. And uh, that's all we'll do for the home run tally today because we have the full out-of-town scoreboard coming up in just a moment. How about right now? Let's go around Major League Baseball and take a look at the scores you need to know from across the country. This is the Out of Town Scoreboard presented by Jensen Meat, where great taste meets integrity. Locally produced in San Diego since 1958. A look at the Out of Town Scoreboard. We have a lot of games going on right now, so let's tell you about those first. Braves and the A's tied at one in Oakland in the sixth inning. Diamondbacks leading the Rockies 4-0 in Arizona in the sixth inning. Yankees leading the Mariners 7-1 in Seattle in the fifth. Pirates leading the Giants 2-1 in San Francisco in the fifth inning. Dodgers ahead of the Nationals 4-1 in L.A. in the fourth inning. Rangers beat the Tigers 10-6 in Detroit earlier today. We told you about that Josh Young home run. Orioles beat the Guardians 8-5 in Baltimore earlier today. Anthony Santander had a three-RBI triple in that game. Blue Jays beat the Brewers 7-2 in Toronto. Reds beat the Red Sox 9-8 in Boston. Jose Barrero, a grand slam in that game for Cincinnati. Mets beat the Phillies 2-0 in New York. Great start for Kodai Senga in that one. Picks up his fifth win. Francisco Lindor. A home run in that game for New York. Cardinals beat the Royals 2-1 in St. Louis. Nolan Arenado, an RBI double in that game. Cubs beat the Rays 2-1 in Chicago. Nico Horner, a home run in that game for the Cubbies. White Sox beat the Angels 7-3. Romy Gonzalez had a home run in that game for Chicago. And finally, Astros beat the Twins 5-1 in Houston. 
And that's a look at the out-of-town scoreboard on this Tuesday in the major leagues. Taking a look ahead to tomorrow, same time, same place, 3.40 first pitch here in San Diego. Pre-game coverage begins at 2.40 here in our San Diego studios before we go out to Jesse and Tony at 3.30. Pitching matchup tomorrow, left-hander Blake Snell on the mound for the Padres, left-hander Braxton Garrett on the mound for the Miami Marlins. Again, first pitch tomorrow in game two of this three-game series at 3.40. Taking a look at the final totals in this ball game here today. For the Padres, nine runs, 11 hits, one error. They left on 10. For the Marlins, four runs, 10 hits, three errors. They left on 11. Winning pitcher was Nick Martinez, who improves to 3-2. and two. The losing pitcher was Dylan Floro, who drops to 3-3. Three and three. Time of game, a long one, three hours and 21 minutes. And the crowd at Lone Depot Park in Miami, Florida, 11,930. As always, if you missed any of our post-game show, you can listen to it on the Inside San Diego Baseball podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you hear your podcasts. For our great studio coordinator, Nick Tanucci, I'm Sam Levitt saying so long and good night. Again, the final score, the San Diego Padres 9 and the Miami Marlins 4. We'll talk to you tomorrow on the Padres Radio Network.